to another episode of Black Panther. Yes, this is season three, episode eight, entitled Who Wanted. So this week, I am going to talk about my fiance. Welcome to Blackfield and the challenge. And happy belated Christmas. Happy belated Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, I hope you all had a fabulous holiday. You know, we're still technically in the holiday season because you know in my opinion holidays are not over until January 1st which is the most magical day of the year which is not really the most magical day of the year the most wonderful day of the year is actually Christmas because you know it's the day we celebrate Jesus' birth so that's the most important but I love January 1st because that's the village and you will yeah so I love January 1st I do intend to go to Dillard's. I don't really shop at Dillard's like that anymore, but I feel like that's just my, that's my, really like my only real holiday, especially with COVID. But yeah, I guess I got a little bit of holiday traditions, but I don't really got a lot of holiday traditions, but that one is my real one going to Dillard on January 1st. And excuse me, to be honest, last year wasn't even that great, but it's a tradition. So I'm gonna go this year. And we'll see about this year is the crux. Depending how this year goes, as far as the Dillard's New Year sale, well, well, I don't know, cause I'm gonna, I don't know when going to be moving, so I'll, I'll try it again next year, cause you know this year could not be good, but it could just because the town I'm in, Dillard's, still fell off. Maybe where I move to, the Dillard's would be better. I don't even know if they're, I'm going to South Florida, y'all. I don't even know if there is a good village down there. But we'll see. I'll give them another chance. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm looking forward to January 1st. But I have got on a tangent. Regardless, I'm going to be talking about 90 Day Fiance, Welcome to Platform, and The Challenge. And um, I will not be talking about what I normally talk about. You know, lately, I've been talking about family vacation, Jersey Shore family vacation, simply because in this time, I didn't see a new episode posted on MTV app. I don't know. They might not have showed a new episode or not, but I didn't see a new episode. So we'll talk about it next time. So yeah, let's just get into the show. Good day, fiance. Uh, my first thought was God bless Tariq. He is a character. In my opinion, I am glad Hazel claims him forever long that she is going to claim him because he's really happy with her. He was really happy that she came. He seemed to really love her for real, for real. So I really do wish him the best with that. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. So, okay, I've been I've been um, listening to, you know, my, my um, I got my favorites as far as other shows that talk about reality TV which would be Pink Shade and also Psychology in Seattle. So I've been listening. Apparently, he's been talking about 90 Day Fiance. I've been listening to that um, this this week, especially while I was ruining the macaroni and cheese that I was making. But I was listening to him, and he brought perspective to 90 Day Fiance because, you know, I was hating on Controlling Mama real hard, but he brought a little bit of perspective to how that family would be operating. And he brought some perspective to how Hazel was he was saying Hazel, like they were kind of thinking because Hazel was bisexual that she was, that means she's going to need a man and a woman in a relationship, or whatever. 
but they're saying she's not just bisexual, she is polyamorous, and they are not one and the same. So he was saying this at the end, but it, I was thinking it was alluded to what I was saying. Like instead of Kyrie just saying, just go with it, he should think about uh, do I want to be in this type of relationship and the ramifications that come with it? I don't think he does. He's just saying, like, I like, I love Hazel, so I'm willing to just go with what she's going to do. So, so yeah, that's why I'm like, Lord bless him. I don't know how long Hazel wants to be with Tariq. I don't know what Hazel's end goal really is. I don't know if it involves Tariq. We will see. We will believe the, we will believe the best and we will see. But right now, yeah, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say something not positive, but it don't look too good for Tariq to me. But he's enjoying the ride. So <laughs> right now he's happy. Let's hope it does not end in disaster. We're gonna pray the best for Tariq. I'm gonna pray. Did I put him on my list for some wisdom? Let me check the list real quick. Uh, no, I ain't put him. I ain't put him on the list for nothing. I did say pray for recovery, but I don't know who I'm praying for. Who's recovery? I should have wrote that a little bit better. I want to just pray. For, I'm going to put Tariq some more for wisdom because. And uh, like it's a little late, but but he can get some wisdom now because I just it doesn't look good to me his situation. Like he gonna get his heart broke down the road, but right now he he seems very very happy, and um and, and Hazel even likes his Easter suit and his flowers that she gave. So so yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Maybe I'll, I'll be wrong. Maybe she'll stay with him for like years and years and years. We will see. Um. Other thoughts on 90 Day Fiance. I really like Julia. I like her because she is refreshingly honest. Like she does not care what nobody got to say. Because like some of the things she was saying, you know, a lot of us would not want to say because we would be afraid that someone would call us vapid. Because she was saying stuff like, I like to take tons of pictures of myself and post them up so other people can be jealous. <laughs> you know, that's why people do do that social media stuff but she was like she was honest she was open like this is why I'm doing this I want to make other people jealous like no one says that they're just saying I just like to share my life <laughs> you know it's funny or oh, I'm just you know you know that they call it the humble brag I don't even know what people be faking when they put up their humble brags but but yeah, I just want to share my faithfulness. I don't know. I don't know what they be thinking, what they, what they say, what they, be, what they put up the social, stuff on social media. But she was just being like, you know, I'm just all here to get people jealous of me. So I thought that was funny. And then I was I was entertained on her being confused on why the overweight people was ready. She was like, why don't they just eat less? I was like, uh, it's not that easy here in the United States. All of our food has fattening things in them. So it's difficult. Like even when people think they're eating healthy, unfortunately they may not. So that was interesting. I did see some insight as far as the mother, you know, her controlling self, even on my own self. She seemed to have some issues about her child growing up, it seems. Um, 
Cause she, I don't think she liked him being in the in the same room with the girl. Period. Like married or not, I don't. I think she has probably with him moving on. So I think did I have her on the um, list about? Yeah, we're gonna continue to pray for the mama. She get it together. She let go. She be okay with old boy growing up. Um, I thought it was funny how TLC had Tariq's house showing all the junkiness in it. He was talking about it was clean. TLC is the best for doing stuff like that. It's clean. They show the shop. The nonsense. It'd be funny to me. Um, Natalie and Dude. I think her name's Natalie. I don't remember her name. You know the blonde girl with the curly hair and the other man who lived in Swim, Washington. And they visited Bojangles and he had like a drinking problem and whatnot. And then she got scared going to the house, and then she realized this house is not comfortable at all. Yes, that I I don't I I feel like that this that that story of those two is gonna be a, a train wreck, unfortunately. Uh, and then you know there was did they talk they talked about a new people? I don't remember what what Jovi and Yara was. I think um. Yara came to Jovi's mama's house. It was not like a whole lot to speak of there. It was just normal. I, I want to have a wedding. No, I want to. It's just normal, regular stuff. But they essentially got along, the girl and Jovi's mama. But we'll see how that, how their relationship grows in the future. Hopefully it goes well. Uh, the, the other part of it was on the introduce this new woman who's going to meet this man in Mexico. So she she he's an American man, but she gonna meet him in Mexico because right now it's COVID and she in France and then they're like nah can't nobody from France come over to the United States I don't know that's that at that time that's what they were saying so they were saying there's some type of loophole if she go to Mexico she can get over into the United States what I thought was really funny it's easier to get to the United States from Mexico than France because I thought. Uh, folk had issues with the Mexico Mexicans right now. The Trumpers had issues with Mexico, so it's funny that you, it was still easier to get in through Mexico than France. That was funny to me. I say, y'all, all these things y'all be trying, y'all still don't got this border together. So that was that was really funny to me. But anywho, um, oh disclaimer: I am perfectly fine with anyone coming over to this great nation. I don't believe in blocking out some people and welcoming others. I don't think that's right. That's just my personal two cents. But anywho, um, that's discrimination. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's why I don't like it. But um, but yes, I don't know how I feel about this man. Uh, they kind of making it like he's controlling. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. We gotta see them together. See if he is controlling or not. She she says she really loves him. It's seemed genuine her love for him. I don't know how his love is for her. But that was interesting. So, yes, let's move on into Welcome to Platteville. So, I thought it was interesting. The mother was mad that her 16-year-old child was expressing interest in a boy. And I was like, she should just be happy that old girls confided in her. Because you got the 14-year-old child who don't want to confide in anything. But Whatever. Also, Lydia said that God was her fashion designer, and I was like, nope, 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 nope. Don't put that on the Lord. The Lord can, you can, you can look fashionable and modest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you can't blame God on your on your style not being um on on trend. You can't say that's that was the Lord. You can still be trendy and have everything covered up. So so don't don't blame your not being interested in fashion trends on the Lord. If you're not interested in fashion trends, you just not interested in fashion trends. That's all I gotta say. I don't like it when people be 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 blaming stuff on the Lord. And then folk be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be with the Lord because he required this, that. No, that was them <laughs> requiring this, that, and the other. The Lord didn't say anything about you not being fashionable. And you're like, where is the Bible reference to that? My Bible reference, there is a scripture in the New Testament that does say, and I probably should look this up. It does talk about not being too obsessed with fashion, essentially. Like, don't be spending all these time on your hair and your expensive clothes and stuff. But I don't think that means don't wear, don't do your hair and don't look good. I think I think what the Bible was saying, don't be obsessed with it because it's not a priority, you know? But I don't think the Lord wants us to be tore up because if we go to the Old Testament, when they were going through the wilderness, they clothes never wore out. Those clothes stayed good. Go look over there. Look up in, uh, I want to say it's Exodus, when they were first got up at that wilderness. They said, what, nobody's sick up in there? And what, nobody's clothes wore out. So the Lord do care. Also, in the New Testament, when they sold Jesus' garment, it was one piece. They said that was an expensive garment. So Jesus out here wearing good clothes. Number two, number three, I've been reading Genesis. Oh, I need to read Genesis. I haven't read um, my little Bible this morning. Anywho, I've been reading Genesis, and lately I've read I've read Genesis before, but I've been reading again because the storyline. I was explaining the storyline to someone recently, and it was kind of rusty. I said, I need to get back on in Genesis. I can remember what's going on up in here. But in Genesis, the Isaac's daddy, Abram, was like, go get him or what they were really big into married to their relatives. I don't, I don't know what to say. We hadn't got to Exodus yet when they were like a Leviticus. Either Exodus or Leviticus. I don't know. One of those one of those books, they were like, stop marrying your sisters. That's not good. But <laughs> this is free then. <laughs> they used to marry a lot of their relatives and stuff. Uh, and so April was like, go on over to um, my cousin's house and get, get um, Isaac a wife. That was he was telling his servant. And when the servant came, to the house and he found Rachel what's her name? Rebecca, her name was not Rachel, her name was Rebecca, he found her, he was like he gave her a nose ring and some bracelets and her old girl, she must have already had a hole because she put the nose ring in, the brother saw her with this suspicious jewelry, he said what's going on and he went out to meet the man, I don't know what happened after that because that's as far as I read but essentially the Lord was fine with people wearing um, nose rings and stuff back then. He, now, I don't think it ever said in Leviticus, don't wear a nose ring. And it never, they did not say back then, men should wear earrings. Because back then, men used to wear earrings. If you read the, because, um, you know, sometimes folks be hating on these men with the earrings in nowadays, or even like in the 90s or whatever, and they were having issues. But if you read in the Bible, in the Old Testament, these men wore earrings. They had their nose rings. And they had long hair, like um, Absalom. They say he had long, curly hair. It was beautiful and heavy. 
So, you know, I feel like a lot of things that people put on as far as fashion, not being godly and things of that nature, I feel like they, they put in their own personal opinions on it rather than what the Lord said, what the Bible say. So that's all I got to say about that. Now, yes, in the Old Testament, they did say don't mix the fashion, the uh, textiles. So the Lord, he particular about his textiles. See, the Lord, the Lord loves fashionists. I'm just playing. No, the Lord, he particular about textiles. If you read there, he said don't mix the two textiles. He also talked about in the Old Testament, see, I done got in the attachment. That old girl talking about God, his fashion sign, and that stuff didn't look cute. But no, the Lord know how to make things look cute because back then he was really obsessed with what um, the priests wore with all these sashes with the pretty colors, like the purples and the reds and the pomegranates and stuff, the intricate details of what he wanted in the ephod and the different jewels and things. And you even see how he explained heaven and all the splendor and magic and the glass sea and the rainbow lights and the jewels everywhere, all types of jewels. The Lord is fantastic and he makes things beautiful. And obviously, obviously, I can't say obviously right now. The flowers, he always said, look at the flowers. Ain't nothing more majestically clothed than them. And flowers are beautiful. They have so many colors. And um, the range of colors, even one flower, even a purple flower, if you look closely, it like goes from, it's like ombre, it goes from light purple to dark purple, it got little spots on it. It's so cute. I even saw a flower once, it had like a checker, and I don't know, they spray painted, but it was, oh, it was, it was a real flower, it had a checker on it, it was so pretty. That's the Lord. He's all about beautiful colors and beautiful designs. And, and even if you look at like animals and you look at even people, how we have so many different shades of colors and things in nature. So I really do believe the Lord appreciates beautiful aesthetics and beautiful um, people just being looking beautiful. I feel like God's, but now, you know, you got to put it in. It's like, it's not the most principal thing. It's not something we should be obsessed with, but if you not about it, don't blame that on the Lord. Don't say it's because you godly. That's all I got to say about that. That's a little bit of a pet peeve on me. But yeah, that's why I was thinking about that. But anywho. Yes, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, they kind of, yeah, not everything else on that show. I was like, man, I just, I guess I just got to assist about all uh, the fish. <laughs> One little comment, the whole show, the rest of the show, I was like, minding my own business, probably doing other stuff while listening to it, eating lunch, this and that, so yeah. So, the challenge, let's talk about that. I am enjoying the challenge. I thought this episode was a masterpiece, per usual. I thought it was good. I was very, 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 very entertained. I was sad that people got hurt. On this thing, like, you know, I watch Twitter, I read Twitter after watching Twitter. Someone said two years from now it's gonna be like the Hunger Games, and I can't disagree uh, because, uh, uh, yeah, like they get a little because when they said there were gonna be no harvests, I was concerned. I was like, oh, I don't want to see nobody <laughs> today. And then I was like, now I was thinking, oh yeah, they gotta have a net. They gonna have a net. And then I finally look at the screen. I said, okay, they do. They do have a net. Okay, it's not so bad. But, like, two people got hurt, and one person got sent home. I wasn't, like, we doing, like, and then I was, I'm feeling really old, because how they were dropping in that net, they were not concerned how they were falling in that net at all. I was like, oh, 
I was really concerned, so I'm just faithful no one. So maybe, well, they done filmed it. I'm just gonna pray for next season that don't nobody get hurt for the next season that they um do the challenge. Oh, that's why I said uh, full recovery. We praying for the people who got hurt on the hurt on the challenge that they have a full recovery because those people got hurt and that that was concerning to me. So yeah. And the challenge is where the inspiration of the title came from, like who won it, because, uh, you know, Wes got sent home. That's what happened. That was sad, you know, because, you know, I'm a fan of, of Wes. I, I like him, but he didn't want it this year. He got demoralized by some people come up against him. Like, at first I thought, okay, he's fighting through, but nope, 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 he wasn't feeling it. And old Devin wanted it this this time, and he won. And, and really, Wes he saw he wanted it, and I feel like Wes still could have beat him, but he didn't. He he saw he wanted, and that was like last season. He kind of let Johnny, like I. So I put on the because of this, I put on the list. I want Wes to have his fight back, and maybe he get paid enough just for appearance. He don't need to win. He not hungry like that no more. And, like, I'm trying to think, who is really hungry like that? Like, Devin's kind of hungry, but they say in the offseason, he be, like, not the offseason, but, you know, when they're not, like, you know, doing the exercise thing, he, like, hanging out and drinking beer. So, he, he don't feel like he all the way went. I just want to know who is hungry, who really want to win this. I don't even have a peg who might win. Maybe. No. I feel like Lolo, she halfway playing. Maybe Nah want it. I don't know. Um, maybe Fessy want it. I'll have to see. I gotta look. I gotta look and see a little bit closer. Like who really want this? Anissa want it. But like I said, Anissa she may want it, but she and she she doing good. But I don't feel like she trained in the off because because if she maybe it's a work of process. Maybe if she keep on at it, she could end up being really thick. Cause I'm like, I'm thinking about who the Natalie she fit. I was like, who Natalie might want it. She might get it. I don't know. I'm just trying to see like who was like really fit. Who looked like they were training for real in the off season. CT was training. Like Big T, I feel like she's trying to play more of a social like I, I you know, I've always been a fan of a physical challenger. So I always gonna put more stock in somebody who's like looking really physical, looking really on point and stuff like that. Because I don't know. I, I always I always appreciate or respect the most a physical player, a physical game who wins it by brawn. Of course, you need the social aspect, but uh, I always think someone who comes in there to like really fit uh, is more serious about it. And that might not be true. I think I think I don't know about that because you know because you you need more you need more than just fitness. You really do need fitness or social game. Maybe Casey one, but Casey too slick for me. I think you need fitness or so you need to be a good all around player, but heavy on the fitness. That's that's just my personal opinion. Um, for me to be like, oh yeah, they deserve that all the way. Because it's a physical game. But I don't but yes. Yeah, that's that's just, that's just all I was thinking. Like it, I don't I don't like that they're going too extreme and people getting hurt. But I do like the you know, the actual physical challenges. I do really enjoy that. Uh, as far as my thoughts, I thought Devin's actions was, were getting Josh riled up, was actually kind of smart. 
maybe unintentionally, because I didn't think he was connected enough for them to put him in there when he was ready to be put in there. So at least that helped him to get a scroll. So I thought it was kind of smart how he did it. Josh and the fool letting people control his emotions in a hot mess. I think I'm going to pray for him that he don't he stop doing that because it's a hot mess. Uh, I thought it was cool that Big T taught CT from engaging in Josh because that made no sense. Not at all. I don't think Fessy is playing the best game. I, some people on Twitter said that too. He shouldn't have told everybody, people on his side and people not on his side, and people not on his side, but four people on his side, that he could see who voted where. I feel like he should have just told Kyle that privately just with Anissa. I feel like that would have been a better move. So, yeah, that's about it. About my thoughts about the show. Let's get into the praying. So I'm going to pray about Tariq having wisdom. I'm going to pray about the mom. By the mom, I mean the mom of Brand, Brandon. The mom of Brandon. Then I'm going to pray as far as, uh, what we call it? Because, you know, you would think with all of my um, rambling, I would, I would uh, pray that old girl, Lydia, get some fashion sense. But no, it don't matter. You can dress how you want. It's all good. So what I want to pray about with them is that Ethan will forgive his parents because he seemed a little bitter about his parents. And yeah, they be doing some messed up stuff. But you can't you can't hold that stuff. It is not gonna help it's not gonna uh, help anybody and it's gonna hurt you. So so yeah, I'm gonna pray that he forgive his parents and let that stuff go, even though it may, it was messed up. And yeah, he says some messed up stuff on there, but he realizes it's kind of messed up. <laughs> Maybe he need to get some counseling. I don't know. Yeah, I might pray that uh, he gets some counseling <laughs> or the Lord. Yeah, I'm just love that to forgive his parents. The Lord heal his heart that he's able to forgive and get the help he needs this and that. Yeah, I'm going to pray that. I'm going to pray for a recovery for the people hurt on the challenge. I'm going to pray that Josh can handle his anger. I'm going to pray that Riff get his fight back. And I'm going to pray for next season. Let nobody get hurt in Jesus' name. So that's going to be my little prayer list. So let's jump into the prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, I just thank you for being just a good God, being a gracious God, being kind, being loving. Lord, I just thank you for setting people in the earth to pray for um, all the things and for everyone. I, I really do believe that you care for each and every one of us and you you personally put people's heart to pray for everyone because you care about them. You, you really do desire to be invited into our lives to make um, things right in our lives and make things right in our world and make things whole in our world. So I just thank you, Lord, for having being able to um, have the time to and be able to have um, the mantle to be able to pray for these people, Lord. Lord, first I just pray for Tariq, Lord. I just pray that um, you just strengthen him with more and more wisdom, Lord God, where things might be lacking, things might be broken, Lord. Heal him, make things right, Lord. But also, Lord, I just pray that he, that you just gift him with supernatural wisdom, that he can see things as they are, Lord, that he can see who is for him and who is not for him, that he can have discernment. That's what I'm really praying for, for him, that he can be um, gifted with serious learning, or at least have the wisdom to be able to listen to those who are more discerning, Lord, that he has, he has some people who seem to really care about him around him and in his life. And really do give some pretty good advice. I pray in the future that instead of just listening to the advice and doing whatever he feel like he want to do, that he actually listens to that advice and follows that good advice. That he can 
um, you know, we all have different strengths and different weaknesses. So where he may not be the weak, I think you know that you really did put people who are strong in those areas in his life. So I just pray that he actually starts not just hearing them, but listening to them and valuing what they have to say and following that, Lord. And Lord, I just also pray for, uh, what's that girl's name? Hazel, Lord. You know Hazel's heart. You know her desires. You know her past. You know her future. You know the plans that you have for her. And I know they're good plans in terms of, of, of prosperity. You you really do love her. You care and have the best for her. So, Lord, I just pray that she discovers your perfect will and your perfect plan for her, Lord. And as she walks in that plan, she walks in that um, calling, that mantle in Jesus' name. I just pray that um, any plot and plan that the devil has to um, keep her astray, that, that no weapon for against her will prosper, but instead, Lord, she will overcome, Lord. I, um, I just pray that she is a believer, she believes in you, and I just thank you that when we believe in you, that's greater, or, or you that's in us than he that's in the world. So I just thank you that she is an overcomer, that any type of stronghold that is not of you, that mind and her spirit and her heart that be pulled down in Jesus' name, that she conforms herself to your word and your vision, that she has the mind of Christ, Lord, I just pray the blood of Jesus over her and her entire family, that things will go well with her in Jesus' name, I just pray as she's in the United States, Lord, you may um, you just impart a vision in her and make things clear in her mind and her heart, or on how she should move forward, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that she will walk in your will in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for the mother of Brandon, Lord, that she comes to terms with her child growing up, that she is okay and able to accept that, Lord. I pray, Lord, that whatever is that root that is causing her to be controlling, be eradicated in Jesus' name, whatever is the fears may be motivated by, whatever um, improper influence that may motivate her to try to be controlling, I pray that she's old, that she can come to terms with being okay with her family dynamic changing, Lord be okay with her son growing up and living in us. And I pray that she even not only be okay with him prospering out without her, that she actually desires and wants him to prosper without her, wants him to do well. And that she, that, that if she, there's something within her that makes her feel that, that she must have a, a close connection with someone to be able to, to know that they love her. I pray that if she can receive your love, the love from you, Lord, because the love for you, when you're filled with your love, you are not um, thirsty for, for um, you know, your thirst is filled. That you are not thirsty for counterfeit um, fulfillment in Jesus' name. So I just pray that for her in Jesus' name. That she be filled. Thank you, says in your word. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst, thirst for righteousness, to see peace, that they be filled. So I just pray that she is a woman that hunger and thirst for righteousness, Lord, and not for any type of counterfeit, so she can be filled with your goodness in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for Ethan from Welcome to Pat, Lord, that he can forgive his parents and the transgressions that they did upon him, um, intentional and transgressional, even unintentional transgressions, you know, any sins of like, omission, commission, committed against him. I just pray that, you know, what the devil meant for evil, you could turn around for good in Jesus' name, that, that you, by your power, by your love, that he is able to let that stuff go is holding him back in Jesus' name, that he is uh, no longer drinking from the cup of bitterness anymore, Lord, but he readily receives forgiveness, or gives forgiveness, helping him to remember how your word says, you know, we have been forgiven and much, so in return and gratefulness, Lord, that we can forgive others in Jesus' name, that he
he can remember all the things that transitions he has done, but not in a condemning state, but just in a thankful state, state of how you've forgiven us of all that stuff. And as a result, who are we to hold when you never had anything against us, Lord? So I just pray that he can have that perspective and it's going to help him to forgive his parents. I pray that, the, you know, the things that the parents have done to the other children, they're able to forgive freely and readily as well. And I, and I just pray that they have a healing heart. Just because they forgive doesn't mean they push it aside and don't think about it. They, they can have that time to spend on the process. Even like they can do it alone, but they can do it with some help, you know, counseling and things. The process, you know, what was done, like what was stolen, Lord, what was taken, how that made them feel what they wish they had in return, or they can go through that, but at the same time, they can cancel the debt, like, because there's no way their parents can make what they did wrong, right, but I just pray that they can cancel that debt, Lord, and from that cancellation, they can have freedom, and freedom and wholeness by your spirit and your power and your grace, you can go in and make things right in Jesus, and make things whole in Jesus' name, and we also pray for the people from the challenge who was hurt in this last season, you know, the things that was done, the things that we saw, Things that will come. I just pray for a full recovery of everyone who is hurt, or I pray there be no type of lasting issues. I pray just by your by your um, supernatural grace, by your healing power, Lord, whatever is broken, Lord, physically can be healed and mended completely in Jesus' name. Any ligament that's torn, any ligament that's bruised, Lord, any type of bone issue, any type of pressure, anything that's, that was um, messed up. Even spiritually, emotionally, that was messed up, like mentally, like some people say they're going through some mental issues from this um, game. Anything that was um, misaligned, Lord, I just thank you for bringing it all back into alignment, making them whole by your supernatural power and grace. And I just pray to those people, they realize that it was your power that made them whole, your grace, and that they actually thank you and acknowledge you. Um, praise your name for making them whole, Lord. I think about, think about that story of those 10 lepers. How ten of them was made whole, and one realized it was Jesus. Well, they all kind of knew, but one actually realized to the point that they thanked him, or that they praised him for his goodness. So I pray that everyone that is healed, um, that was harmed in any type of way on the challenge and through the challenge, is that when they feel or receive or uh, and realize that hey, this thing that was bothering me no longer bothers me anymore. But they realize that it's you, and they give you thanks and give you glory as a result of you. So I just, I, I just look forward to the report by your, by your, your just your miraculous grace, Lord, that lives will be turned around, that they can feel your touch and your power. Even like healing of things that did not even uh, happen during the challenge, but just any type of thing that was doing them or lazy them or bothering them, any type of skin issues, so that you make things whole in each and every one of their bodies, Lord, in Jesus' name. I just thank you for your goodness, Lord. Because you are willing for people to be healed. You are willing for people to be whole. So I just think you will. You know, a lot of those people on that show, they do have emotional things. I think that's kind of how some of them even get involved in reality TV. But, you know, there's emotional issues. Thank you, Lord, for healing and wholeness in there. Like that. I think you for putting people in their lives that can lead them to their ancestors to healing and wholeness in Jesus' name. Which, of course, is you. We are power in your blood in Jesus' name. I just thank you for, for that in their lives in Jesus' name. I also pray, you know, that Weston get his little fight back, that he get his spunk back, that he get his drive back. Of course, not to do things in an evil way, but I just pray that he, he does want it. <laughs> Maybe for myself with me, so I could be entertained by his gameplay. But uh, I guess, you know, we can pray whatever he, he's called to do. I just pray that tenacity he used to use for the game. 
continues that tenacity to fulfill what you've called her to do in your life. In Jesus' name. And I just also pray for the next season that it will be filming. I think it will be coming up soon. And no one gets hurt in this next season. I, you know, this this will not turn into the holidays. You know, because, you know, people be pushing and pushing and pushing and somebody die. And then they cancel the whole show. So I just pray that nobody be killed in Jesus' name. No one be hurt or harmed injured anymore. That they think these things through. That you, by your uh, wisdom, Lord, that they plan these things out. That it's not dangerous, Lord. And no one gets really hurt for real. In Jesus' name, I just thank you for your goodness and your love and your grace and your power and your goodness, Lord. And, yeah, that's it, Lord. Just thank you for your goodness. I look forward to the new year. I just pray that for 2021, I just thank you. I pray, you know, we just trust you. Whatever happens, we trust you. I pray we look to you. I pray if anything this past year has taught us the importance of looking to you and relying on you because ain't nobody nobody else but ain't nothing else stable. <laughs> so, you know, I just pray that, you know, our, our rock and our firm foundation really is you because, you know, when the winds blow, if it's not built on your rock, anything and everything will fall. So I just thank you, Lord, that people, more people than ever before, are stabilizing, building that strong foundation in you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So yeah, that is another episode of God's Not Done With Us Yet. Thank you for tuning in. Looking forward to talking with you all next week. Bye.